Well, welcome back to the recap, everybody who is watching or maybe listening to this on your favorite place for podcast. My name is Alan, and today we're actually going to recap a message by the one and only Jonathan Douglas. Ladies and gentlemen, JD, welcome, JD. It's good to have you, man. Hey, Alan. Thanks, mate. I'm grateful that you asked me to be here. Yeah, so so we are on the weekend, if people caught it live, they would know that your official name is now Jonathan Jehoshaphat Douglas. I just wanted to get your first-hand opinion on that middle name for you, or if you had a rebuttal for it. No, listen, no, I'll answer to pretty much anything, but I did get a couple <laughs> in the lobby uh, little segment before church. Although I did, um, I'm, it did my mom is a great part of our church and watches everything. She did come to me and go, I didn't know you changed your name, but no, she, she loves a good laugh. So it's all a bit of fun. <laughs> That's awesome. At least she was a good sport about it, which is pretty good. But you, you preached an incredible message, man, finding joy and endurance. And that's really what we kind of want to get into, which I think to start the whole conversation, I think there's a really important question off of something you said we have to start with. Okay. Yeah. Have you actually had cereal with water? No, I haven't. And for those <laughs> that didn't hear the message, they uh, I'd encourage you to maybe try and check it out on YouTube or wherever it might be. But um, I was just making light at the start about things that don't go together. And no, I've never had cereal and water. I don't think they go together, but this is a judgment-free zone. So if that's your thing, then all the better for you. You don't have to buy milk. You can just have an endless supply of water for your cereal. It's true. You just have to buy the cereal. And then if you have a sink, you're ready to go. <laughs> but you, you, you put this incredible message together, man. And it was so helpful and so practical in a lot of ways, but talking about finding joy in endurance, right. And, and talking about that, uh, you, you, you mentioned this verse from Colossians uh, in the message version. And I'll read it quick, just to kind of recap for anyone who may have missed it, but it says, we pray that you'll have the strength to stick it out over the long haul, not the grim strength, of gritting your teeth, but the glory strength God gives. It is a strength that endures the unendurable and spills over into joy, thanking the Father who makes us strong, enough to take part in everything bright and beautiful that he has for us. Um, you know, some, sometimes, like if we can just real talk real, sometimes the Christian faith can kind of be criticized, right, as like this escapism, you know, like, oh, it's kind of a way to get away from the pains of life. But this verse is pretty real, right? Like it's talking about, you know, this grit, this God grit, um, so, and it seems like it comes after endurance, this joy, right? It spills over into joy. So I guess my question is, is there any way that we can avoid hard things and still find joy? Like, it, it, or, or is hard things play a really important part of finding joy? Yeah, well, I think that's what I, I loved about the journey of studying for this message. And it's, it's one of those things that we'll have to live out. And I think that if someone says that, you know, um, following Jesus is like to escape, you know, the hard things in life, then um, what, all you've got to do is to read the Bible or just understand that really just be alive for a minute. And you'll understand that life is incredible, but life also has its challenges. And I think what I love, um, I was going to say the most, but I just, I love everything about the word of God and this journey of following Jesus is that the Bible never, ever shies away from that truth. The fact that you'll see, you know, um, I love the scripture that says um, in this world, you will have troubles, right. but take heart. I've overcome the world. And so there's yeah, right. not this, um, this journey of following Jesus. I think it's, we don't have to sugarcoat it or say that like, Hey, I love, I get the opportunity, you know, I, when we do with the appeal, 
each night to, to allow people to kind of, you know, jump on this journey and accept who Jesus is. And I kind of have a little joke that I say, if you just made that decision, if you prayed that prayer, it doesn't mean that when you go home, someone's going to wash the your dishes would have been washed and someone vacuumed for you. No, <laughs> what, what it yeah, means, yeah. we still have our regular life and all the challenge that doing life and family and community can have. But what I love that, you know, um, it doesn't make life perfect, but it does mean that we find the answers for the problems and the seasons and the hard times. And those answers are found in the truth of God's word and the truth that God has given us his spirit and his grace to, to walk out any challenge. And so it's, it's definitely a little spoiler alert, this journey of which I don't think I'm spoiling anything because I think you realise, you know, <laughs> long enough yeah. that, you know, um, unfortunately there, there are hard times and trials and you just got to look at Jesus. You got to look at all the authors, all these stories in the Bible. And to be honest, that's what gives me so much courage is that in the midst of anything we can get through mm. of anything, if we just do it God's way, hold on to his truth and his word that guides us. Yeah. I, I love that. And, and you talking through your message, man, you've, you talked about, um, finding joy, you know, the whole message of finding joy in endurance. So in that sense of grit and it kind of, feels like a really commitment word, right? Endurance. It's kind of this resolve. It's committed. It's focused in a lot of ways. And you said, you said um, this quote. But I believe if we are going to find a deep joy on this journey, this journey of endurance, then we need to be present in the season that we're in and learn to love it. Because I believe if not, there can be a danger that we miss God today because we are looking for Him tomorrow. And we can miss the joy in the moment. How much do distractions kind of play a role in our joy, you reckon? Yeah, I, I think it's uh, they can be a massive distraction and they can be a thing that really robs us of joy. And I kind of talked about the truth of life that we um, we can get so caught up in, I guess, the culture that we're in where it's like this whole thought of one day, someday, when I get this, then it will bring this joy. And there are definitely things that will bring joy. Like me, if I was on the beach right now, that would bring me joy. But we can actually miss uh, a joy that we we can actually find daily. And even in the hardest of days by actually, instead of trying to escape the moment and, and think about things, you know, down the line, which is also incredible. The thing is we've got to do both. Like we have this great hope and these great promises that God can and will do beyond anything we could think or dream or imagine. And that is our hope, but also, we've got a purpose for this moment right now and right. we will miss the actual opportunity that we have today to whoever we encounter. Um, maybe it's in a shopping center or, you know, anywhere to be able to encourage someone to put, we have an opportunity to put courage in to people. And even if you're in lockdown, like I am right now and really aren't allowed to even leave the home, like we, you can send an email, you can do a phone call, yeah. a text message. There's like, I just think that we can, we need to, take the opportunity that we serve a God who is ever present, Emmanuel, he's with us. And so I think we can get distracted in the waiting, even though we are waiting and then just miss the opportunity we have. And so I think it's a real, it's a real key to, um, to making sure that we don't miss this opportunity in today and finding God in it. And then you realize how much joy you can actually find in a moment may not be that roller coaster type of joy, but it can be a deep joy that when we're facing a hard time that we can, when we do what Jesus did, which was came to serve and love others, then I think it is like the Bible says, it's better to give than to receive. And yeah, I think you find that. And so if we're waiting around for the biggest and best opportunities, which will or may come, we, um, I think it can come at the distraction or danger of missing the opportunity we have to actually find joy today. So people might be, you know, listening and they're going, 
yeah, I feel that all the time. What's, what's been some of the best ways you've battled distraction for yourself? Like, are there examples of how you have faced distractions for your own joy and what's that look like? Yeah, well, um, oh, there's, there's many you get stuck in this voice of like going, all right, I'll, um, when I, when I achieve this, like when I leave school and I can serve God, I remember that thinking about that. And I think it was mainly because I was so intimidated and insecure for standing up for God in my own school with my high school friends. And there might be teenagers and people in school now that are listening and you're in the midst of that, you know? Um, but I remember just really feeling like I heard from God going like, you don't have to wait until you graduate to be able to, to be able to serve me. And so it was looking back now, it, seems like the smallest thing but i remember just being like no i'm gonna i'm not gonna bible bash but i'm gonna stand up for what i believe and encourage others how much i actually the truth that the the like the god's joy the salvation that uh, that is where my joy comes from and it was funny the amount of fruit that came out of that with actually being able to help kind of the people that you think you'd never even be able to get into a church building um that after me just kind of being faithful every single day just by the way they live my life hearing in the in the last weeks of high school people coming up to me and saying how helpful it was me just being who I was and always sticking to my convictions it was like the kind of people I thought man I never would have thought that I could have helped or affected someone like that and so um you know but there's there's so many more I just think of like I just I I think we can like I and I kind of talk about it just the joy in being able to any interaction you have with someone to trying to be like Jesus and listen, I'm not holier than now. I'm, I'm, it's, it's a <laughs> real challenge and we do have our good days and our bad days, but totally. I think about who Jesus is, he is love. He's grace. He came to forgive. And when we just be like that and understand that the, in the, in the, in the minor moments in a day or in a week, um, yeah, uh, you do find joy out of that and that's the joy that gives you strength and it does it spills over like that that colossian scripture i love it finishes by going thanking the father who makes us strong enough to partake in everything that he has for us and uh, i i know it's 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 been a reality for me yeah that that's awesome man you you also read out this scripture in second corinthians um in, in the message version which i thought was really really good and but it says so we're not giving up Right. So we're not giving up. How could we, even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on this on the inside where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. So joy is joy an inside job. Uh, well, I, I think that's where it starts for sure. Like, um, and I love this, the scripture of that is kind of in context of talking about, Hey, and I, I talk about this in the message and I think it's so important that, keeping helping us keep perspective that you know um here on earth there are problems and there are things but on the inside where god is making us new it's definitely an inside job where it's again talking about our perspective of really heaven is our home and that's where that's the main prize and i know it can be so simple but in the midst of maybe and i know for me an obstacle or a hurdle or a challenge or something that has come along that i didn't hope want or expect but if I, sometimes I just love the simplicity of going, okay, hang on, what is the ultimate goal of my life? Is it to right. own a home, make a certain amount of money, to get a certain amount of followers? All that? No, not a, the ultimate goal is to get to heaven. You know, like I want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, eternity is is the prize, and so I think that always puts into perspective maybe how my massive problem of the day it kind of gets a lot smaller when I realise that hey, I'm I'm headed for eternity. And, and that's something that is definitely, it's an inside job. It starts on the inside and you watch when you 
because we you can't control the things around you often, but you can control your own heart, your spirit, your mind. And the Bible's clear on that. We are told in Romans 12 talks about, you know, that we should daily be renewing, refreshing, resetting our mind. I think for me, it's something like understanding that, hey, my time here on earth is unfortunately hopefully it's a long version of limited for sure and there's plenty to do there's plenty to do that even the word uh, tells us that god's promised us for things on earth but also at the end of the day we are destined for heaven that we are saved yes we're called but heaven is our home and so i think that when we realize that it, for me it almost just gives an instant perspective to go okay not ignoring the problem but i see actually where it sits and i and you can find joy in working through it and just at the end of the day, giving it to God. That's a, that's amazing. You just mentioned something um, that I think is really, really powerful. You talked about the power of simplicity, like just making it simple. And it seems like in today's you know, day and age, without seeming too generalized, you know, there's constant demands of, hey, pay attention over here, pay attention over here, be aware of this, be aware of this, be aware of this. Um, what, what has the power of simplifying that done for you? And how do you think people can, what, what are some things people can do to kind of get that simplicity as well? kind of boiling down yeah absolutely there's so many things in our culture that just are so loud and that are screaming at us for our attention or our time um and it's all good and that is how it is we're not i'm not out to try and change that but like i was talking about i remember actually when i was a lot younger and at some of those crossroads in life of making some you know long-term decisions about calling and career and all the rest of it i spoke to someone who was a lot further down the line than me and he was sitting down he said just close your eyes and and picture JD at 80 and what do you see, you know? And I was like, well, I, I, I love Jesus. I'm mar married to my wife. I've got grandkids, I've got kids. And just kind of like, again, I guess it was a, it's a, a I think a practical, almost physical exercise that we can do uh, work back and just keep that end goal in sight. And the end goal is not being, you know, super old sitting under a tree in a rocking chair or anything like that. It'd be pretty peaceful. <laughs> with yeah, I'm, I'm going there right now no. <laughs> um, and I just think that that whole thought of being able to when and is to be able to kind of just regain that perspective and I know for me by far the best way to do that is by actually just taking a bit of time and spending it with God in his word and as often as you can the more you do it the better that's for sure and it doesn't have to become so rigid and religious that it has to be a certain amount of time and a certain day of the week or all the rest of that but i think when you realize the truth where jesus he invite jesus would often draw away you know and he had to face it his short time on earth mm. was faced with a lot of um you know hard times to be honest and i look at his example of drawing away and then him teaching us in in matthew 6 um 6 in a message i think it is it talks about you know um just finding a quiet and secluded place where you won't have to role play before God, but just sit there as honestly and simply as you can manage. And you watch the focus shift from you to God and you begin to sense his grace. And that has been if there's one of the most, if not the most key foundational um, scripture that I've stood on, held on to and tried to live out because I love it when you, when you sit down, it's just you, it's that whole thought of swapping, you know, the noise for that still small voice. And that's the thing that gives us the strength. I, I think I talk in the message about in Isaiah 40, where it's like those who wait on God will get fresh strength. And so I just think that it's, um, it's, it's a spiritual discipline, but it's something that it's also a practical thing that we can do to almost reset, to refresh, to get that perspective and get that. That's how we get the strength to endure the unendurable that spills over into joy. Yeah. 
Mate, you, you brought in a brilliant message uh, on Sunday and on just behalf of people who might be listening or watching, like it, it honestly was helpful, it was practical, it was encouraging. And, uh, and this conversation has actually been really, really great to flesh this out. And I know that it's going to help a lot of people. So thanks for bringing the message that you did this weekend. And thanks for this conversation. Thank you for opening up a bit more on the recap. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I really believe in it. It's a message that's helped me and that's helping me on the journey. So hopefully it encourages someone else. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks again to JD for joining us on the recap. If you didn't catch the message, you can still do that on our Hillsong Church YouTube channel. Catch it there. Finding joy in endurance. My name is Alan and this has been the recap. We'll see you next time.